Hey guys, welcome to the Blended in Business podcast. My name is Tessa Clemencia. I am a wife, a mom of three, a stepmom of one, and a dog mom of Penelope the Poodle. And yes, that is her real name. Join me along with this adventure of blending a family, blending businesses, and just trying to do it all without killing each other. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to season three, episode three of the Blended in Business podcast. If you haven't noticed, because you haven't heard anyone singing yet, I'm flying solo on this episode. So I was invited to a MOPS meeting. And for those that do not know what that means, MOPS stands for Moms of Preschoolers. And when I was invited to speak at this event, I was thinking to myself, first of all, what the heck is a mop? (laughs) And after a little bit of Google research, I saw that it was moms of preschoolers. And I was like, oh, I'm actually a mop myself. I should totally be a part of one of these groups. So I was able to meet with them. It was an amazing group of women. And I had to speak to them about marriage. So I gave them my five best tips for a healthy marriage. I mean, honestly, I can go on and on. And the list could be long, but I kept it pretty short for the time that I had. So I wanted to share that with you guys today. But before we get into the marriage aspect, I do want to speak to us as women. I know men and women listen to this podcast, so this could be for you too as well, guys. But I can only specifically speak to us women because I'm a woman. So um, I feel like we wear so many hats naturally, putting others before ourselves, and we find ourselves not feeling or looking our best. And have you guys seen that meme where the it's like the kids look like gap models, but then here I am looking like a zombie? A lot of women, actually, that's their real life. Like, that's a funny meme, but that's so true. And so I was that woman, actually. Uh, I'm sure you guys have known, but if you're a new listener, the, uh, the purpose of blending in business is because Lou and I are second time married and we were blending a family and all that jazz. So in my first marriage, I was that woman. I literally put my kids before myself, everybody came before me. And so it's to the point that my kids did look like gap models most days. And I look like I just like rolled out of the bed and attempted, but really did it, you know, excuse me. And so, um, what happened when I got divorced, it actually woke me up from that and gave me that, like that light bulb went off. Like, you know what? Actually, it's okay to take care of you. It's not selfish to actually put yourself before your children, before your family. Because, you know, another saying, if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. It's a little true. And I do believe in the happy house, happy spouse, happy house as well. So guys don't think, oh, so it's just about her. No, I really truly believe that the mood of the household from both people set the tone. So if that means that you have to unapologetically do something for yourself, take that time and do that. And so that really clicked to me that ultimately when I take care of myself, then I can take care of others without any problem. So when I feel good, I look good. And when I fill my cup, it pours out onto others. And so now I unapologetically put myself before everyone in my house. Now, this doesn't mean that I neglect anyone, but I make it a top priority to do things that fill my cup. That For me, that means enjoying a hot cup of coffee or a glass of wine in peace and quiet. And also, that means going on a walk or hitting the gym. That can mean reading a book or catching up on a show or getting a pedicure. But whatever it looks like for you, try to get that time at least 
honestly, I would say it would be nice to get that time every day. If that means 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, but just a little bit of time to yourself to do something that fills your cup, I'm telling you, like, I promise you, if you do this, it's going to spill out on others so good. Like, your husband, your spouse, your kids, they're going to be like, oh, what's wrong? Like, oh, she's, like, happy all the time. And that's honestly where it comes from. You create your own joy. So when you create your own joy, you're able to pour that out onto other people. People, for example, come into my boutique and they, it's like, I feel like I'm a hairdresser some days. They lay their, all their problems out to me. And I love that actually. I love that they're open and they feel like they can come to me and talk to me about everything. But let's just imagine that I don't take any time for myself. I put their needs before mine, my family's needs before mine, and I have these women that come in and want to talk to me and tell me about their marriage issues or their kids or work or life, and honestly, if I didn't do the things that I do to pour into myself, I could not pour into them. I would just sit there and just be like, oh, okay, and then eventually they're not going to talk to me because I'm giving nothing. I'm not because I can't pour from an empty cup. I'm able to give the advice that I give because my cup is full. And who's in charge of filling my cup? Myself. I don't look at Lou to fill my cup. I don't look at my kids to fill my cup. I don't look at my friends to fill my cup. And But you know what? My friends that do pour into me, they're able to pour into me when they do because their cup is full, ultimately. So take the time, at least a few minutes a day. If not, sometimes that means taking one day a week, I jokingly call mine Tessa Tuesdays because we're open in our Summerfield location Wednesday through Saturday. So I take the other days to do things with family and friends and whatever else. But Tessa Tuesdays is something I do while my son is in preschool. So I know I have a four, like four solid hours to get some work done, but also schedule in some me time. So I make that a top priority. Okay. And so Let's go ahead and jump into our tips. Okay, guys? Tip number one. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I printed out my speech for this event, it was a little funny because I'm like, you know what? I got this down and I ended up printing it on the my like sticker labels my printer labels or shipping labels sorry my shipping labels I printed on that so it's like a little peel and stick situation it was a total total hot mess but yes so anyway let's all agree you guys let's all agree that we are going to be less burnt out and we're going to commit to ourselves and be better for ourselves so that way that we're better for others okay let's go into the let's hop on into the marriage let's get with the tips okay because that first part that I gave you is important because you're working on you and giving yourself that time to have some self-care is actually a tool for a better marriage y'all so when my husband and I first met we were already on a journey of self-love and trying to work on ourselves but obstacles were still there we knew this being our second marriage and blending our family the divorce rate was super high you guys we knew going in this would be work but we didn't know it'd be like work like capitalized work (laughs) in the beginning we would get into arguments to the point sometimes we didn't even speak to each other for a whole week 
And my husband came from a background of in his first marriage, there was infidelity. And so he had trust issues. And although he felt that as you know, I'm working on myself, I'm, I'm better, I'm healed. When you get into a relationship, sometimes, you know, there's triggers and there's things that are said or done that take you back to that place. And if you're not open minded enough to be able to kind of acknowledge those things, it will become a huge issue. So Let's get to tip number one. Tip number one, Christ must be first. My husband and I joke that the Lord himself laid not his hand, but his entire body on our marriage. We literally are not even the same people we were back then. If you know us, which I mean, a couple of people actually that I know that listen to this podcast, they knew us back in like the first two years we were together and they can attest to the fact that our relationship is nowhere close to the way it was. And so we literally are. Yeah. So whatever that looks like for you as far as religion, um, but we're Christian. So I'm just going to speak on what I know. And so if that means attending church together or praying or meditating, but ultimately believing that Christ is the center and acting as so will do wonders for your marriage. And that goes into the same aspect of you cannot change your spouse only God can do that. And I tell people, I prayed every single day and still do to this day for my husband. When we would get into arguments back in the day and he wasn't being that open-minded person and didn't want to really hear what I had to say. And it was just uh, back to to the point of we didn't speak to each other for a week or so. I literally would just pray about it and I would pray for God to soften his heart. And that would be the only way that things could actually move forward because I can't nag him or say you should do this, 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 and this because most men will shut down from that from you just telling them what to do. So simply put, you cannot change your spouse. God can. You can actually move in a certain manner to be an example. But in the meantime, pray for your spouse, okay? So even, let me tell you this quick story. When I, well, me and Lou were already married and I felt the need and I actually heard God speak to me and say that you are going to have a son and to name him Grayson and Lou was not having it he's like nope we're not having any more kids when we got together we said we weren't having any more kids we agreed on that and so when I had that dream I was like no and I tried to brush it off a little bit I'm like maybe it was just a dream maybe God wasn't speaking to me and so anyway fast forward a little bit He was still like, nope, we're not doing it. So I started to pray about it. If this was meant to be, if this was something that God truly laid on my heart, he would also lay it on my husband's heart as well. So we were done with birth control anyway, but deciding, but he still said no. I still prayed about it more. And probably a couple months later, Lou came to me. He's like, this is the weirdest thing. (laughs) These were like almost his exact words. This is the weirdest thing. I'm actually feeling okay and on board with having another baby. And he was like 100% not on board to begin with. And I was like, okay, well, let's do this. Okay, so um, fast forward a little bit and we tried. I got pregnant the first time. And it's so funny because, you know, people do the cute little gifts with the onesies and the pregnancy test. Like, oh, look, I'm pregnant. You're going to be a daddy again. I'm all excited. And he's like, how? (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean how? You were there, dude. But he wasn't expecting it to be that fast. He's like, the doctor said it could be six months to a year. But long story short, when Christ is the center, when he plays a role in your marriage, you can't even question those things, okay? 
All right, step two. I'm sorry, tip two. Goodness, not step two. These are not steps. You do not do this in order. Although crisis first, that is step one if there were steps. But tip two, effective communication. I say effective because just plain communication isn't enough. When you're married and run a household, there's a lot of details that can get lost. And when that happens, that can cause a lot of anger and frustration. That might mean figuring out each other's communication style. Have you guys heard of the Enneagram? It's a free test. You can Google it. But it's basically a personality test. And it even breaks down how to communicate with each personality. Or you could just simply have the convo with your spouse and ask how can you best communicate with them. My husband doesn't really care for all the details. Although sometimes it is helpful to include them. He's a straight to the point type of guy. And I want all the details because I'm also a natural problem solver. And most times when he gives me all the details, I can figure out a better, effective plan. So you guys have to sit down and have these conversations and converse often about things that are going on. Because when, for us, we have four kids, we have a dog, we have two businesses, we have employees. It's just a lot to do and a lot to handle and our schedules can be crazy. And we know that we have to have that effective communication with each other and be patient if this is something new for you being effective in your communication styles it's going to take time so be patient in that tip three you're a team there's no i in team remember this was a struggle for us because i come from a background of strong women who raised me to not need a man for anything so naturally i functioned that way i had to rewire and still most days have to rewire myself to not think that way When you get into arguments as humans, we naturally go back and forth with each other as the enemy, but the issue at hand is actually the enemy, not each other. Tackle the problem together as a team. When amazing things are coming our way, I feel like the devil himself comes for me or our house or our marriage, and we've actually gotten to the point that he still shows up, but I feel we're armed and ready to tackle him together. This means you're a team with decisions, a team with financially. That means you have no separate accounts, anything like that. Like everything is one. When you operate as one, that makes a huge difference. And this was something that Lou and I struggled with. um, Just basically, it was like one of the last things we had to truly like get the hang of and get on board with. And it's mostly because of, for me... I'm like, you know what? I'm a strong black woman. Hear me roar. I don't need you. I got this, all that. But he's not my, like, he's not against me. And I would always kind of have my armor up of like, I'm going to make sure I'm straight and I'm good always because I don't want that to feel like I'm depending on another person. And at the end of the day, that's not what it is. We are truly a team. We move as one. We act as one. The decisions that are made within our household, he doesn't say, well, I'm the man this is what's happening. I don't say, well, I'm the woman. This is what's happening. We legit have a conversation and we decide what's best for our family. And I will say most times we usually come to an agreement on, on what we're going to do. It may take longer to come up with that agreement, but most times we can come and agree with things. If that means even dealing with outside family members or, you know, events and things we're going to attend and stuff we're going to do with other people or whatever it may be, we decide all those things together. Tip four, we're going to get a little racy up in here, y'all, but sex, S-E-X, capital, sex, okay? It is important. And I don't mean that holiday once in a while, every blue moon sex. 
Sex is made to be enjoyed by married couples, and if that means having a weird convo about how often each other expect it or what the other likes, then it must be done. As women, if we knew each and every time, or at least majority of the time, it was going to be that, you know, jaw-dropping, amazing experience, we'll be ready all the time. But if that's not the case, it's usually because our spouse doesn't completely know us sexually, if that makes sense. And it will change what seasons in your life. Expectations from when you first met versus two kids and a dog later might be a bit different. But the point is to is to communicate effectively those expectations and have fun with it, you guys. It is not, I'm sure, starting off not the most like fun <laughs> conversation, but make it a date night. Grab some wine or beer or some juice and hang out and just have that conversation like, hey, so what what do you like? Or or have the conversation that goes more like, I like it when you do this, 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 and this. Because once you basically let them know, hey, these things that you're doing is great. It really like strokes their ego, I mean, both ways, basically for the female or the male. And they know, okay, well, going forward, I can do more of this because this is what really gets her going or vice versa. And so pay attention to that and be able to effectively and respectfully communicate things that you really don't care for. Because in the beginning, you could have been like, you know what? I was okay swinging from the ceiling, but I've had six kids now and the way, you know, gravity and things are set up. I don't want to swing from the ceiling anymore, you know, whatever that means. So just have that conversation with your spouse and have an open mind. Go into it and say, hey, we're going to have this convo. We're going to be super open-minded about it, not make it too weird, and just really have fun with it. Tip number five, date each other. I mean, we only say this every single time, okay? So we talk about this a bit, uh, like all the time on our live stream. If you haven't joined the Blended in Business Facebook page yet, we go live every Monday around 930 Eastern AM Eastern time. And we just chat about the things that we have coming up. We chat about business, marriage, all the things we that's your chance to actually interact with us and give us feedback and say, hey, could you talk more about this? Because we have such I feel a huge range of an audience and topics we can't can sometimes get lost in that and I feel like with the live stream every Monday that you guys have the chance to hop on and say hey actually I want to hear more about this or more about that so relationships kids business all those things narrow it down for us help us out or you can even uh, shoot us a message on the blended business page as well okay so clearly we talk about this all the time and we I can't stress it enough but you'll be surprised how much your marriage will take a turn when you take the time to date each other every single week intentionally. Taking the time to spend time uninterrupted is non-negotiable. Save this time. I mean, sorry. This time, like, you can't use the excuses of, well, babysitters, this, that, other. We have talked about this, but I'll, like, reiterate it one more time. Reach out to friends say hey I'll watch your kids once a week you watch my kids once a week or depend on their age range whatever send them over to their house you stay here stay at your house or they can come over to your house while you go out or if that means putting those babies to sleep early which we've done like twice now you guys this past Thursday not Thursday Friday was Valentine's Day 
and we had it was Lou's turn to do uh, Valentine's Day so we take turns for Valentine's Day and we take turns for date nights too so that way the pressure isn't all on one person so take turns it just it makes it a little bit more fun sometimes it actually make it competitive like well I'm going to try to plan my date better than yours and like make it more fun or whatever just playful competition so it was Lou's turn for this Valentine's Day and he told me well we're going to take a economical route this time and actually that excites me because fancy dinners and just out to the movies or whatever that's just not like that's it's nice and I do enjoy it but I'm a creative person and I love it when a person has to get creative for gifts or or like time spent things like that so when he said that I got super excited because I just knew that that meant he had to be creative and thoughtful And so he created this whole like picnic in our bedroom. He had a blanket on the floor. He put the TV on the floor, um, had rose petals, a whole like charcuterie board with different like snacks on like my favorite snacks on it. We had wine, he had the speaker down there for music. And so we, the plan was to like, you know, have our snacks and wine and have conversations and then eventually watch one of our favorite shows together. But we actually ended up listening to music and having like a full blown rap battle session slash we have like dancing like we were in a club and we were just in our bedroom. But that was just an economical, creative way to have fun with each other. We put the kids to bed um, and it was like, hey, we got, we told the older kids we're having date night in our room. It was no big deal because date night is the normal in our household. So they didn't look at us like, what? What do you mean date night? So I will say the oldest uh, shot me a text and she says, "Um, should I be concerned that I can hear Chris Brown look at me now? And I can hear Busta Rhymes. (laughs) And I text her back. "Um, Well, actually, we're having a full-blown rap battle up here. And I was proving to Lou that I knew how to rap. And she's like, okay. Um, because I thought it was a robber with a fire playlist. I'm like, girl, you're hilarious, but she's mine. I love her. Anyway, so ultimately, take care of you. Spend time being the best you, and it will pour onto your family and surroundings. And remember my tips. Tip one, Christ first. Tip two, effective communication. Tip three, you're a team. Tip four, sex. Have lots of it and have fun with it. Tip five, date each other okay so ultimately tomorrow is not promised so truly live every day like it's your final days and on my mirror currently I have uh, written tomorrow's not promised just do it so if that means just have that conversation just have fun with your spouse you could be here today gone tomorrow or he could be here today gone tomorrow have fun with your spouse have fun in your marriage enjoy each other laugh a lot. I promise you, the more you laugh, the less you will cry. Okay. All right. So don't forget to follow us on social media. I'm at Tessa M. Clemencia on Instagram. On Facebook, I'm Tessa Clemencia, Lewis, Lewis Clemencia across the board everywhere. Follow us on the Blended in Business Facebook page. We go live every single Monday at 930 a.m. Eastern time. You guys have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.